Hello, everyone. Um, yet another episode of Technically, but, you know, not with guests this time. It's, well, I've got a guest, someone very, very special. My new favorite arch nemesis. <laughs> uh, so is, is it correct if I call you um, Pindula's um, uh, editor-in-chief? Or, 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 do, or do you want me to use your other title? Limbigani. You can call me uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure yes. if you've been around Texan for, for long enough, you know exactly who he is. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to reserve the other comment, the other title, if you gave me permission, but since I don't, I'm going to keep keep it to myself. Um, <laughs> so Limikani and I yesterday attended uh, Facebook's, um, I guess it was a round table about um, basically how they're trying to keep users safe on the platform. Uh, so in this, they pretty much just covered, I think it was three or four major points, which was, well, the first is obviously misinformation on Facebook. The second was uh, how to report um, certain things on Facebook. Like if you see a post that is probably fake news or misinformation. The third was mm-hmm. um, how Facebook is dealing with um, elections. So Zambia's elections are coming up pretty soon. Um, so that's a big thing because Facebook is taking this like massive role when it comes to um um, dissemination of information. Uh, I, I'm guessing we all learned from what happened in the, in the U.S. elections, and then before that in 2016 with Cambridge Analytica. So, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a quagmire for for all of us. And the last one, obviously, is um, something uh, Limbikani and I talked about. I think yesterday was just Facebook's general role in Africa. Um, you know, their family of apps. So, I guess to yeah, start off, yeah, because Facebook is the company, isn't? Yeah. So to start off with, I'll ask Limbikani, how did you find the meeting uh, in, in general before we get into the specifics? Well, well it's like I was telling you, it's, it, it was, for me, um, I was very happy that that it happened. Um, so exceedingly happy, happy actually. Um, especially the, the thing that, you know, they get to say, um, let's talk to... Um, um, some people on the ground um, in Zimbabwe, some people who use this, these platforms, these apps, um, and, and uh, communicate some things. So uh, I was happy about that because I hope that uh, then it just means that there is uh, uh, better communication. Um, the users of this platform, of these platforms, are not just talking to machines. So that's, that was like really, really good. Uh, really brilliant to see a Zimbo on the team. Um, so shout out Fazai. So, so that was really good. Uh, Zimbo, South African, and the other guys were what, Nigerian, isn't it? Uh, Ghanaian, I think. Ghanaian. Yeah. So, so that was exciting. What was disappointing? So it was very exciting and also very disappointing <laughs> uh, on, 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 the, on, the, on, the, on the on the other side. So what was disappointing was um that yeah it was just um them kind of it felt like they were reading out the the facebook policy or the facebook policies and stuff um and yeah i just thought it was um it was um an opportunity for for because it was it was called a roundtable thing isn't so i thought i just thought it was an opportunity to actually discuss the stuff like like um like how how people use say Facebook, uh, how people use Instagram, um, and WhatsApp. Um, but it wasn't that at all. 
it was uh, mostly, yeah, so, 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 uh, this is what this means, this is what this means. And yeah, it felt really underwhelming and yeah, quite frustrating. So, um, so yeah, very happy, very unhappy at the same time. <laughs> but I do, I, I, at the same time, like uh, really happy that it happened uh, because I think, yeah, that, that direct, that knowing that there is a Fadzai, there is a Nitumelang, uh, Nomonde isn't, was yeah. the other person. Yeah. And hey, yeah, I can shoot an email to these people. So, um, so that was good. Yeah. yeah. I'll agree with you there. Like, um, my expectation was as well as it was that, you know what, we're going to come and, you know, kind of discuss these things. But it, it, it became a, a case of, yeah, we're going to get a, the lay of the land as, as far as Facebook has with, um, with its policies. So the first thing um, they kind of touched on was the difference between misinformation and disinformation. So, yeah, you know what? I, I, I tend to sound academic at times, uh, <laughs> which is, I guess, my own fault. So uh, disinformation, I'm sure, yeah, all always one of those. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if that difference matters, yeah, but yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It does matter, though, because some people will, will hear the term disinformation and think it's misinformation. So again, like misinformation is that stuff we see on your on your aunt's or your uncle's Facebook page when they just share a link, you know, just unwitting. It, it, it's 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 in their echo chamber. Uh, it's mm. with their biases. There was there's really no malice to it. It's just something probably they found interesting. Uh, mm. so, so disinformation is one of those things that's the coordinated attacks. Like when you know um, foreign state agents um, actually coordinate these things on 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 on, on these social media platforms. So I'm googling misinformation uh, difference between misinformation and disinformation because I, I actually can't remember. <laughs> Five minutes into the podcast, Livigad is googling. No, I really can't remember. So the, the <laughs> so so I don't mean that uh, the actual difference doesn't matter. Mm. What I mean is um, uh, what I mean is uh, I don't know if these technical terms matter that much. Um, I think what they mean matters, but hey, yeah. Like, I have to remember, okay, this is, and this is, okay, can I use some, 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 some device, some tool to sort of like remember it? Um, miss is that, and I'm like, ah, no, don't have the time for that. Just tell me what. <laughs> You're very impatient. Man. Yeah. Mm. Especially so anyway, in technical terms. So, what's okay. misinformation? So, misinformation, like I said, is one of those things, like, uh, your 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 dad who or my dad has never used Facebook, so he might see uh, an article that he likes, which kind of suits to his biases, and he just you know uh, shares it. So he he may have read the contents of it, might not have understood that this might not have been true. Again, it's with checking sources. So that's like, misinformation. Yeah. Which, so these are lies. Yeah, these are pretty much this, lies. But this just fabrication. This yeah. couldn't happen. Yeah, but it basically. And disinformation. Disinformation is 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 the definition I have is what from the the the, the Soviet Cold War I think it was um, when they were actually running. Don't don't don't. Don't get a Soviet Cold War with us. Just tell us what disinformation is. <laughs> just enjoy it. Alright, alright, alright. Go ahead. So it's basically like when when actual state actors act. Um, when it comes to um, you know changing the perception or running a fake story in a coordinated attack sort of way, that's basically how I understood it from the presentation and how I understood it from when, when I was doing history in school. So since the terms themselves aren't really important, let's look at how oh, are those are those are those still lies? So misinformation is lies, isn't? Yeah, publication. Both... This didn't happen at all. Disinformation is that still lying or it's um, it's something else? 
I think it's still lying. I think it's it's just how it's delivered is is the is the difference. Like um, how the two cases uh, are, are delivered. So if you do, if you if you share tweets like for of an article that you like or retweet something, um, I, I, this is in, in Twitter terms. Um, you might not know that this is not the truth because like not everybody will then say, oh, by the way, I saw this on, uh, you know, let's use Pindula. Um, I didn't check who the source of the information was. I just understood what I was saying. I thought it was true. I just put it on, uh, passed it on. It's one of the things that I just passed it on. You yeah, don't... people run a chance they want something that's a lie on Pindula. No, no, I see an example. I just use an example. It's an example. Ah, yeah, example of it, yeah. <laughs> So, 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 so misinformation are lies. Disinformation are also lies. So what's the difference? Well, I guess it's 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 passive. It's one of those things is passive. The process is passive. Like when when I spread when I when I spread my 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 social you know democratic uh, opinions on Twitter, it's passive. Um, it's not something that I intentionally do, not knowing the impact. It's someone something someone has published something, and I'm just passing it on. Um, ah, because I like so it. that's that, that's missing. Information where yeah. um yeah i guess you're misinformed and you're, you're misinforming others yeah this information is so so this information is then active you're like i want to lie to some people here change their opinion on this yeah so it's it's like i was saying i know you hate the example like of the, of the cold war and stuff like the whole perception that russia tried to give itself that it was prosperous and all that um back in the i think propaganda 60s, propaganda so coordinated basically. and stuff yeah, so it could be something big, like to hide something massive, or it could be something to 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 magnify something that does, that isn't there. But it's 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 an active process, like to 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 make something appear as, as if it's not. So then it just becomes it becomes carried away or carried on, I guess is, is what happens with it. Okay, okay. So that's happening on the uh, on the side of the creator. In one case, misinformation; uh, they don't intend it, but uh, the disinformation. So so what what. What what about the other side, the, the side of the consumer? Because I think they mentioned this uh, this thing. Uh, um, you have a person that reads something they don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say, these are lies because they don't like it. Um, <laughs> for example, there's um, there's uh, Barometer, what's that uh, Afrobarometer or something? There's a barometer, the, a survey research thingy that says the MDC is definitely going to lose the next election. <laughs> and they're like, fake news. So then, because Facebook is making it possible for people to report uh, fake news, misinformation, disinformation. Someone then says, I'm reporting this is uh, <laughs> untrue. <Yeah. laughs> and sometimes they, they do it because they, they want to, uh, what's the opposite of promote? Demote. Uh, demote, I guess. So they want to demote and maybe like uh, get this stuff um, given less visibility on Facebook, by Facebook. Mm. Um, uh, but they know that, yeah, I'm on one side of this argument, I'm biased. But in some cases, they are genuinely <laughs> misinformed because of their biases. Like they don't, they, they can't see their biases, and they're like, "This can't be true." Fake mm. news. So yeah. click. <laughs> mm. Report. But then again, it's, it's it's like the whole Facebook thing has an appeals process. So like when you do get reported, um, you know, you be you get a, a notification. Uh, like that, you're one of your 
Tulsa something was 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 reported. Um, they did that when they started uh, uh, that whole um, if you tweet an old article, like do you know this article is still relevant or whatnot? So on 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 you the creator uh, side, yeah. you then get a public say, hey, you know this content has been flagged. Similar with with uh, YouTube when they when your content has been flagged or when you get when you get a content strike. They just, you know, send you an email to, to notify. So then, the appeals process now then is now down to the, the either the, the the AI they use or actual human moderators will then decide. Oh, right, did this stray here or there and stuff like that. So on on, I'm, I've never had a, a post knock on wood um, that has been reported. But I've seen other people, especially on other social media platforms like YouTube, who have something that knock on wood. What is knock on wood? What, knock on wood. What is that? Knock on wood is like to. It's a bit like it's just a, a, a white people's thing. I, I forget ah, what it is. What people think is So until they say never say never, did you never say never? So just to, to dispel that miasma in the air, we just knock on wood. Uh, oh. All right. Um, so uh, I was going to ask something, Shekuti. You mentioned. Um, you mentioned uh, you mentioned that is an appeals process, but then you you, you threw something in, in there. You said uh, sometimes when you're about to click something, uh, Facebook tells you ah um, this might be fake, or have you double checked? What is that? It's uh, they launched this feature. I think it was late last year when they were like um, when someone pub, uh, shares an old article, like something that's mm. two years or older, Facebook will actually ask you like, do you know that this article is old? Like, do you know the age of this article? Again, it's for relevance of information because, again, information changes from time to time. Ah, so, again, okay. something that you could be posting could be like it's the same thing near Twitter now that what, what Twitter is doing. Equity, they say when you when you retweet an, uh, an article, they say, Have you read this? To make sure that what you're spreading, <laughs> you know, what you, did you read this or you're just trying to do it for the swag? So it's like a polite way. <laughs> you idiot. Why is spreading this? You haven't exactly. said. <laughs> Exactly. So it's, I, I, I think it's good, though. I think it, 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 it offers people that chance to then, um, you know, go through whatever they're trying to spread to make sure that, you know, this is mm. still relevant information. Mm. It's not going to stop you from posting it. But that pop up yeah. message, I don't think I did negative feedback. When you see something pop up, obviously it brings your attention. But, oh, right, this is I'm supposed to, you know, verify this. So I don't I don't yeah. have the stats. But for me, when stuff like that comes up, I usually go through it. And then make sure, okay, exactly what I'm posting. Is it the right thing? Or is it, is it, um, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but let me just read a paragraph or two, make sure this didn't order before I then start <laughs> spreading my ignorance. I, <laughs> I, uh, uh, man, um, yeah, so there was, there was that, isn't Yeah. Mm, mm. You were mentioning the power, um, you mentioned the power before we we, we started um, the recording. You mentioned Guti, these companies now have uh, all this power and stuff, um, 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 and that um, they they can influence things. Mm. Um, yeah, and so 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 you think um, even uh, now that they are getting in touch and 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 they're saying. Uh, hey, um, I don't know if it was uh, Anomonde or um, um, Fadzai who was saying, um, yeah, we know the, the Zimbabwean election is there in 2023, but the Zambian election, uh, elections are on um, 12th August this year. Yeah. 
And that kind of like took me aback. I was like, hey, Flip, they're paying attention. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so they have, they have all this power mm. and they're paying attention so that they, uh, so that they are, the influence of their technology um, is not adverse, um, but they have the power and, and so can't they use it? Ish. For I, example, I... traditionally, um, mm. The, the the US government. So in the US, they have gonna go on Facebook and the government and Trump and uh, but traditionally when um, a US company comes out of uh, the US and they're doing business elsewhere, mm. they usually have this uh, US uh, perspective of things. Um, um, and generally uh, the US government um, Ne, ne Zim government as Ronani, like mm. if it was a relationship, it would be referred to as it's complicated on Facebook. <laughs> 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 so now here is a company that um, has a complicated relationship uh, with um, uh, these um, Zanu guys, mm. and they have this massive power now to demote content, hide content. Mm. Which we, sh- we which we saw them exercise with Trump. They they were like hiding his his content. He tweets and they hide the tweet. Uh, his followers can't see it. Um, so yeah, doesn't that, that doesn't that mean could they can actually exercise that power with the perspective? Yeah, U.S. definition of democracy. What the U.S. considers good. Uh, yeah, use Zanu boys and human rights. Yeah, that's one eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, the thing is, is that when we look at these tech companies, I, I don't think we should look at them as as these um um what can I say? These neutral actors. They have an they have an agenda. So I'm not saying that Facebook is actively going to say, you know, what, let's suppress one side or the other. But I think what what they're trying to avoid is what happened in the US, where the first test was 2016 where they had the biggest test of what a social media network can do to an election when it comes to information mm. spreading and things like that so they got their very big test first so when they look at africa i think they see us as you know what we don't it was want actually any... before 2016 it was obama days isn't obama it? days yeah obama used it used uh, social media quite extensively but i'm saying like it's in scandal terms with trump and the 2016 election cambridge ah, Analytica, that stuff yeah. was like you know what this is our first proper dark mark when it comes to um you know the the power we didn't know our platform had. So they, I think they were but, learning. But isn't that the point then, uh, Valentine, Kuti? Mm. It's a problem when um, the guy that uses it to his advantage uh, has views that you don't agree with. But when, yeah, when their views you agree with, you're like, yeah, social media for the win. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, so which brings us back to the biases that uh, a U.S. company, the U.S. government um, would have about uh, the current Zim governments. Actually, I don't want to go. Yeah, because then talk discuss the politics, isn't it? Yes, and you know how much I like politics. So yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll spend another hour to go now. Because <laughs> then, like, I totally get what you what you what you're saying, Kuti. Um. Um. It's not like they are deliberately going to use their the power of their platforms, WhatsApp and, and stuff, mm. to 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 influence an election. Like they, they're going to actively say, "Oh, we're going to 
use that tool and that tool and promote that content and uh, demote that content. But Kuti, their biases about things just generally means that uh, they view content that, um, that they don't agree with. They generally don't realize, just like our guy who says, MDC can't be losing, right? <laughs> they also are like, yeah, of, of course, ZANPF is evil. Yeah. So yeah, demote ZANPF, <laughs> demote. <laughs> of course, those guys are evil. Yeah, but I think it's like this. It's, it's the case study was like with the Ugandan elections. Um, I think where, I think some of the um, president's pages, I think it was Uganda or Tanzania, some of the official government pages or official, official officials pages were taken down by Facebook because obviously they were piping up propaganda and stuff like that. So again, it's it's this whole, you can't, like with, with fake followers on Twitter, it's the same thing. You can't use numbers to your advantage to spread, to spread a message. So it's like, mm. yeah, with Trump was the same sort of issue. Like you can't then get all these, you know, um, groups full of moms and disgruntled Caucasians to start saying, and I don't mean that in a racist sense, I mean, it's, it's, it's Trump's general dem- demographic. So you can't then use those numbers to then overwhelm people with, with, with a certain message. And that's part of their terms of service. That, you know, but who decides who decides what an an untruth is? Well, first first of all, um, but even more importantly, um, who decides that propaganda is a bad thing? I think by the name, I think the, the association we make of propaganda with, with Nazi Germany is, is pretty interesting. Again, I know you don't like history. I'll make this short. Um, but I think it's it's that whole shaping an image is a problem. Making something look appear as it as if it's not is is the issue. Um, it's like me going out and saying Zimbabwe is well and fine, but obviously potholes, things are expensive, no US dollar, really isn't the truth. So if I yeah, get... but no, 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 no. But that's your, that's your, that's what you're seeing based on whatever perspective you have. I don't mean things are fine in Zim. Please mm. don't get me wrong. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I think right now, um, yeah, I, I think Zinuma uh, yes. uh, yeah. and and uh, yeah, but that's what I see. Uh, and that's what you see. So we happen to agree on that. It's mm. a mess. Um, but um, another person will come along and say, well, it's a mess because fixing things is a process. Mm. Um, and look at, um, so where you see the glass half empty, mm. um, they're seeing it half full and they're saying, ah, ah, we're making progress. In, in that direction. And I think that's what that's what actually has been going on this past uh, three years since since EDP. <laughs> ah, man. Like, they're like, like they're always like, ah no, it's not right time with him. Gotta fix it because <laughs> um whereas I see it is I see it quite differently. <laughs> um and and you see it you know, we, we happen to agree on that. But, ah, guys, uh, this is just excuses. You know, you mm. can fix things that you need to fix them. Um, but the guy that's seeing the glass half full, sometimes is genuinely saying, uh-uh. Um, it's not a bad thing for me to say things are okay uh, in Zim because I've seen worse, according to them. I'm not saying that there's been worse. Mm. According to them, they, <clears throat> I've seen worse and I think things are getting better. There's freedoms, for example, they'll say, uh, and again, just to be clear, I don't mean that they are freedoms because, <laughs> um, yeah, hashtag free map. But um, you get people that say, ah, there are freedoms that people 
did not enjoy during Bob's days. So things are better. Um, and you say, no, things are not better. So I'm reporting this as an untruth because it says that things are as, proper as, as prosperous as they can be uh, in a new dispensation. Ish. Man, but isn't it like more a case of how, how, how many people does your opinion affect? So for example, if you tweet and say, or if you post on Facebook and say, you know, things are wonderful in Zimbabwe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, from your perspective, it's your, it's your personal page. So I guess it's, an, it's, it's, it's how you see things from your socioeconomic standing. And if someone reports it, I, I don't think Facebook would be like, yeah, let's take it down because someone says that they're enjoying their particular life in Zimbabwe. Like, I don't think that that's something that they would factor in because I don't think that really, really matters. So it's an opinion. But it's if I opinion. lie about a hard fact, then, yeah. then they can take it down. Yeah, then, then they'll definitely have to take it down because I, in terms of, I think the the the, the, the actual, like, like remember when in the, in the meeting yesterday, they were like, Anzi, they've got 15,000 uh, real people moderators, right? And those people aren't yeah. just, you know, people they source from elsewhere. These are people who are attuned to what's going on in those places. So when they get that content, mm. they understand what this means and what impact this will have to one degree or another. So I think in, in that so sense... That, so that meant could they, they actually have moderators, say, in Zim that understand what's going on, uh, the collo- colloquialisms of, of, of things, um, uh, cultures, economic uh, developments, and, and people that are able to fact-check stuff maybe with Zimstat information and stuff like that. Yeah, but they'll have to because like you can't then enforce something if you haven't done the work behind the scenes to make it happen. So I'm pretty sure they do have people who understand. They might not be symbols explicitly, but people who understand. Uh, they might be diasporans and bobbins for all we know, but people who understand the, like you said, the colloquialisms, um, what this means in relation to that. People in the, Like, for example, when people started going on about um, inflation figures. So it's that kind of stuff where, you know, you can then get someone who's close to it and then use Zimstat and then just check with, oh, no, is this true or not? Um, is this this or that? So it's it's they they do their very best with what they can. Again, we have to remember that this is a private company. They can't they can't. They, Valentine. They, no, uh, like, they, they do the best with what they they can. Ah, Shamari, you we don't go up here Facebook. No, I'm just saying like, in your position. Ah, best, dude. Best is is best is yeah. Hey, it's a strong word, man. It's like yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Whatever is is um, getting through the cracks. They can't help it, but yeah, they have really, really, they're really doing their best. <laughs> no, no, no. In, in terms of Africa, I think they should try a bit more when it comes to um, some of the videos that you come across on, on on Facebook. Like, you know, you can definitely try to do more about curtailing some of that stuff. I've seen some interesting stuff on Facebook. I was like, okay, how the hell did this, this get past um, content moderation? How did no one report this yet? Um, but in terms of, you know, they're, they're, you know, let's, let's take ourselves in their shoes, for example. There's only so much you can do in so many different jurisdictions to be effective. So the Zimbabwean area is different than South Africa, than Kenya, than Tanzania. Some places are hot zones, some places aren't. So when I say the best, I'm imagining that they can only dedicate a certain number of resources to, example, to Zimbabwe, for example. They can dedicate was a population number usage, etc. They can dedicate a certain number to mm. South Africa, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So when I say doing their best, I'm saying yeah, with with the with the kind of plates they're spinning when it comes to the world, because this is used by 3.1 billion people. That number is massive. I I, I don't mm. like Facebook, but then again, I have to kind of understand These guys don't have it easy when it comes to content moderation. Um, Mm, so when, mm, when, they, when they roll things out, yes, we should criticize and yes, we should ask for more bespoke, more specific uh, content moderation and, you know, um, uh, the treatment of each African country as an individual. But then again, 
you know, we're not the highest usage. We are not, you know, using their ads the most. We're not paying into their services the most. So for them, again, it doesn't really make sense to invest. They do what they can with the resources they have. But other areas like America, where it's high usage, it's, you know, people have got access to. And, um, ah, but we don't have the numbers, uh, uh, Valentine. So, so we, speculating. for example, how profitable is Facebook in Zoom? So number of Facebook users in Zoom, a number of Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram users, um, and what it costs uh, to have those users um, using Facebook, the moderation, the technology, um, um, and everything else that goes into making Facebook work. Um, against what they make in Zim, because they make a lot of, re- again, I can't say a lot of revenue, actually, because that, that would be a lie. I don't know. Mm. So we don't know. So we, we don't know how many moderators they have. We don't know how, many, how much it costs to run Facebook in Zim. Mm. We don't know. And I don't think that's easy to determine, seeing that Facebook is a global platform. Mm. Uh, but we don't know how much they make in Zim. Um, you read an article the other time where you were saying uh, f- Facebook, um, uh, or maybe it wasn't you individually, but, you know, take Zim did. Uh, where you're saying Mtulingwe, the Minister of Finance, is already texting Facebook, Netflix, and, and others. Mm. So... So maybe he would have uh, a free gazer. I don't think he will. Like I, I think the I remember, I remember I remember the morning of the of the Facebook uh, VAT for ads. He had proposed I think it was in 2018 or 2019 when it was like yeah we need to start taxing digital services uh, and it's not taxing digital services it's the consumer we get taxed for that um, it's not Facebook does not you know lose anything from from the 14 percent that on they pay back to the government um, but. When they when they roll that out, I don't think they have a number. I think what Ntulinu and the government are trying to do is just capitalize on the the boom in international services. Again, I can't say a number, but from what we saw from today, Gary wrote an article. Uh, today's the eighth of April about um, certain um, Zimbabwean artists saying they've seen an upshot in their music being streamed on Spotify since Spotify became legal in Zim. So it, it translates to yeah, there is a there is a there is a legible or you can feel the the effect of it. But when it comes to the government in itself, I don't think they have a number. I think this is them just saying, you know what? People have USD prepaid cards. People are using these services. We can't tax Facebook directly because, again, Facebook doesn't have offices in Zimbabwe. Um, they don't have any housing in Zimbabwe. Similar with Spotify and Netflix, they're digitally based. Again, I think it was Tanzania tried this, or was it Uganda? Or, no, Kenya, digital services tax that they wanted to put on on, on, on Netflix, Facebook, Facebook, and all that to tax them. I think it was 20%. Uh, I'll, I'll leave the link to the article in the description so you can check it out yourself. But it's 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 that kind of thing that they're trying to do. That you know what we understand. You guys are making money from our country. We want that money somehow. So yeah, if, but but they can work back, isn't so so. Um, if if I pay Facebook hundred bucks, um, and the government uh, says that every payment made there has to be a tax component, so mm-hmm. they can work back. You know, if we took ten percent, fourteen percent of this, then. Uh, in total, that must mean that they made a hundred bucks. But they, they wouldn't have like um, exact figures from month to month. I know the figures will fluctuate from month to month to month, and there would have been a boom. But I don't think they'll have they'll have a, a general idea. But with with subscription services, idea. yeah, with subscription services, like you pay X amount a month. Like last month, my my I forgot to recharge my card, and then I just forgot to do it for two weeks, and then I couldn't pay for Netflix. So it, there are many cases of people like that who will. Oh, you pay for Netflix. Yeah, I also use it for free. Are you pirating? Uh, 
I share with friends. friends. Ah, okay. I share with one friend. But, you know, being the good friend, I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. So, yeah. I think so, anyway, um, um, there was... Um, there was... Uh, uh, um, there was mentioned yesterday, and I think it's something that you, you also said, uh, that uh, people don't actually use these uh, reporting tools that are valuable to them. People expect uh, Facebook to just um, to just moderate. Ah, yeah, President Why not just moderate it? Um, and then on the other hand, uh, there was a, the guy from Alpha Media who said, uh, "Yeah, people report a lot of report a lot of our posts on Facebook simply because they don't like them, not because they are actually um, uh, fake news." It's, it's, it's so that, was, that was conflicting. Uh, a media company saying, "Ah, people are, are, are using these tools and, and it's affecting us. Uh, we almost wish they, these tools didn't exist." Yeah. And then uh, Facebook saying, "How come you people are not voting? Like, you know, use the tools." Uh, well, okay. Here's an, here's an example. Uh, for example, and yesterday they said, um, "You'd be surprised how many African countries ask us for info, right?" So I looked it up yesterday to just check how much, how many times the Zimbabwean government or local authorities asked Facebook for particular information over the last year or so, well, 2020, because they've got the quarterly report. Again, I'll put that in the in the description so you can check it out yourself. The highest country was South Africa, I think, was around 16. Zimbabwe had zero. So it's in the same. So the government that, never requested any any private information. Uh, never requested a takedown of any information. Never, they never requested, requested any. Any, inform- any information about someone using Facebook? Yeah, using Facebook, as, as far as the, the, the charts were, because it was zero, and I went back up to the beginning of uh, 2020. So I was just checking for 2020. So when it comes to people now, it's different. When people, again, you can't discount the fact that there are other people who then coordinate and say, you know what, we don't like this media company's production. We don't like the kind of message they're pushing. Let's report their stuff. Those are people who do that. Mm. Those are malicious reporters. You can see them on YouTube as well. They just go and report because they don't like an opinion that someone said or they falsified this. Then you get a copyright strike and they have to go through the whole process of, of, um, of appealing and all that. So that, that takes time. And then that, again, with, with, with YouTube, it demonetizes your, your, your content up until the point that um, the, 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 the issue is resolved, which means all the views you get between then and now are, are pretty much useless. Um, they won't be counted when they remonetize. Then it's back activated, but it doesn't seem like the the backlog, you know, you know, so bad enough. So that's people do that. People actually on the internet specializing just you know doing takedowns. Um, that's what people basically do. But for the average consumer now, it's very very rare to see like the reporter who spoke about Baba Juba. Very rare mm. for people to to report and say, ah, but is this not you know incorrect? <laughs> is this not okay? Can I use the tool? Like, <laughs> So you just read me when you mentioned uh, Baba Juka. Mm. Uh, so but, but <laughs> <laughs> Valentine. So the government didn't like Baba Juka. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the stuff that was doing on Facebook. And you know what they did? Mm. <laughs> I went now contact Facebook to pay you Baba uh, Jukandiani or or like take down the page. Mm. They uh sent two guys <laughs> to board a plane. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
um, yeah. to people that don't have access to the wider internet. But then so again, allow then allow media companies they can engage their audiences on WhatsApp to distribute uh, their content on WhatsApp <clears throat> to do subscription content on WhatsApp to yeah because um, there are hundreds of millions. I I, I suspect that that's, that's the same situation in um, in India, in Indonesia, yeah. that Facebook, uh, that WhatsApp has hundreds of millions of users in yeah. these um, developing countries. Why not make it more usable uh, for those users? Why should they? Like... It it like for example to do subscription content on on WhatsApp would be great where people can actually pay to get stuff directly into the inbox from Pindula from Texan that would be awesome. Problem is is that to do that everywhere first you have to go start deal with the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe. We want to set up How? this through a messaging service. We want to do this this and that for people to pay through this. They have to mm-hmm. go contact. Just don't. What I mean is stop banning numbers. Stop banning numbers <laughs> oh, that have distributed too much. Don't ban data. We have a lot of users on WhatsApp. N- mm. Not we, we, as in me personally, but um, we, the countries, mm. we have a lot of people that are on WhatsApp that don't have access to the wider internet. And those people are looking for information. They're looking to interact with businesses. They're looking to to get, um, uh, to buy stuff, um, to have content delivered to them uh, automatically, to subscribe to information products, and all those things are illegal to do on WhatsApp. Yeah, because you can't... Like, against the policies. They, they're trying to monetize because WhatsApp. in the US, you can do those things on Amazon. In the US, you can subscribe to the Washington Post on the Washington Post website. In Zen, you can't. Yeah, but again, if we, if we look at WhatsApp, Andy, the, 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 the most annoying thing for Facebook in terms of acquiring WhatsApp has been trying to monetize it, to try to make it make money for them. So for them, it's been a sore spot. And this is why we're having that privacy policy change that's coming in effect on the 15th of May, I think it is, where they want to start using this data for business transactions. Again, they're not list- They're not looking at your chats or your voice notes. It's just the data they collect from, from businesses and, what's, when, and stuff like that to be able to use to for targeted ads and for specified ads. They're trying to make money from it. Now, for, for, you, for, you, for us to ask them, guys, you know what, make it usable for us. They're like, we're not really making that much from it anyway. So you want us to expend more money into this. How do you know that your advent? We don't know how much Facebook is making near these platforms. No, I'm, I'm, I'm speculating as, as part of Facebook's PR. Since I, since I didn't need Facebook PR. Yes, so you're didn't... Facebook's PR, are you? <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying... PR at large. Yeah, but, but it's the thing we have to, we have to think about. is like, how viable is it for them to, to, to make something like that happen? Um, how much? They Which is where the numbers come in. Yeah. Zim, Nigeria, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania um india and look um I, I say this but at the same time i think like if they're leaving such so much space so much opportunity untapped okay? um then yeah i guess it's a it's an opportunity for someone to solve the problem and just overtake whatsapp but hasn't say say you know given us a platform to do that Ah, anyway, guys, guys, let's not let's not look down upon. It. I think this is the problem. Sasai, Sasai, not Sasai. Sasai, Sasai, Sasai. they've launched a platform that does that. They've got your messaging, you've got your you've got your YouTube integrated. Except you've got it the doesn't. Payment. 
but then again, is this wh- why are we as Africans and as Zimbabwean specifically not trying to push Sasai to be more? <laughs> Yeah, once or twice, I sent a message to a friend of mine who said, "Just try it out," and I was like, "You know, what? I'll never use this again." Like it's, it's something that I'll forget, even the whole sense. Exactly. Watch. But then no, again, the thing. And there's no yeah, API. And there's no Kumbre API. Let's go get the Sasai API, and then guys, we want Dude, to me. Sasai is so badly designed. I and I, I don't say this uh, uh, to 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 make fun of them. I think those are things that they they can actually fix. Hmm. Dude, they have Japanese as a language in Sasai. At least the, the, the last time I, I tried to use the app, maybe it was in October, uh, October, August, September last year. Mm. They had Japanese man. I'm like, <laughs> who the hell puts Japanese as a language in their app? Who forces me to download the Japanese language pack or some file that's coming bundled with the app? Who speaks Japanese Muslim? Man, they're trying to be global. And you're like, whoever whoever designed this thing uh definitely doesn't use it. Yeah. Because they're not they didn't or whoever it. demanded it to be designed a certain way definitely is not a user of this app because though they've done a better job. Definitely. Even when so, it comes to the whole super app thing, where like making it too cluttered, like mm-hmm. start with one thing and then build. So, for example, if they said Sasa is going to be a messaging app which you can make payments on if you want. Great. Let's work on that. Perfect that. Like what WhatsApp did. Messaging, end-to-end encryption. Let's work on that. Perfect that. Then we just add on to things that we feel like would be good. So I hate WhatsApp because it's slow when it comes to releasing updates, but I guess it makes sense because they want the, whatever they're launching to be stable before they bring something on to add complexity. But Sasai and the guys from Cassava just simply dumped everything into one app expecting it to stick. And it won't because you and I want to know what is this thing for? Like what is this thing good at? For me to then see mm. where the value mm. is, but if mm. it's everything, mm. you're a generalist. I don't know where to place you, so yeah. I'll download Kapat yeah. and Shandisi. Yeah. So is it a case? Kind of thing, yeah. Isn't it a case where, you know, people in the media, you and I, innovators, entrepreneurs, and whatnot. I know the the dealing with internet uh, when it comes what to what is uh, people in the media, innovators. Yeah. my people in the media and innovators like us <laughs> but i'm just saying like we could we could like i know ignet is, is 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 traditionally and i'm not saying the other guy i've not had much contact with them in a while but i'm saying they're not traditionally the most receptive to things like this but then again if the api is, is available uh if they're willing to to incorporate people in the media to say what are you guys not getting from whatsapp and how can we give it to you yeah, we can then they'll then... tap that opportunity that exactly. that's uh, that that WhatsApp is ignoring, isn't? Yeah, then we have our own product that suits our needs, and then if they're if they're fast enough, they can now begin to preempt what WhatsApp's doing. So instead of actually WhatsApp in Brazil, they can pretty pretty much and they've already got EcoCash on it as well. You can mm. pretty much pay for your subscription for Pindula, for Texim, for Daily News, for whatnot, fin, uh, Financial Gazette, you get your your energy. Your, your paper or your, your copy or whatever into it. Again, content creators is massive because Sasai Wachka helps with where where Anana YouTube. You have to get a USD prepaid card and whatnot. Sasai Watch actually is useful because it uses EcoCash. So it allows us, yep. the content creators, we're doing stuff like these podcasts and stuff, be able to monetize our work through something that's seamlessly, although my used to let Rumada and but I'm just saying, you know what, if it's something is that seamless and easier to get, it might be better. And then again, there's so many things they can do with it so again i don't think it's a case of we need to cry to whatsapp to say hey guys you mm. know make this happen for us 
It should be us mm. saying, what do we have locally and how best can we use it to mm. our advantage? How can you solve these problems that are not solved by WhatsApp? Mm. Um, but Sasai did, so so it, it sort of like took me back to what you're saying uh, about Zimbabwe being, I don't know, 10 million internet users and then Zambia, uh, 10 million. Because Sasai's angle was, let's make an app for Africa. But your point was, Actually, you can't do that because Africa is not a country. Exactly. So make an app for solve a specific problem in a specific <laughs> country. Hmm. And hopefully uh, it catches on and then you can start expanding from there. Yeah. Build something bespoke and then build on that. So like the, the thing with the verticals, when you start up as a single vertical, you're working on just maximize on it and then move to the next and the next. Um and then trying to blanket that they should be, in my opinion, as I Zimbabwe, South Africa, with different sort of you know integrations and whatnot. And then you know, if you're a cross-border and you're transitioning, you can have both apps, or you can have the, the, the all-in-one bundle app that will do everything wherever you go. But again, the option should be there to have something that is more suited to the environment with which you, with which you live in, instead of having something that they perceive Africa needs. Again, it's it's the hubris to think they know what we want when they don't. You don't but design if that, it. If that, but if that doesn't work for if that doesn't make business sense for Facebook, well, how, how would it make business sense for society? Facebook and society operate on different strata. Like Facebook is now, their eyes are everywhere. And you saw from that graph, the amount of um, misinformation, disinformation syndicates they, they were able to squash in the last um, year. I think there were three dots in Africa and it was mainly Western Africa. The rest of the graph was just Europe. There were so many dots in America, so many dots in Europe and Asia and whatnot. For them, mm. they've got so many more things they're dealing with in compared to Sasai, uh, which is basically just an African app. So Sasai needs to understand, for us, we've built this thing, right? It's not doing that well. Uh, it may have, I don't know how many downloads it has, but I'm saying it's it, no, it's not- a 100,000. 100,000. So 100,000 on a continent check, yeah. with, with how many, with what, let's say, let's say a billion and five people on the African mm. continent. You've got 100,000. Mm. That's less than a percent, I think. So you're not maximizing- mm. Because I was comparing it to the to the multi choice app, I know they're not like similar apps. Multi choice yeah. DSTV app, sorry. Mm. Um, DSTV is not trying to do chat. Uh, they're really just facilitating uh, you having access to entertainment, which Sasai also tries to do. Except Sasai does a lot more. And yeah, DSTV has um, had ten million apps, ten million down installs uh, compared to Sasai's hundred k. Yeah, but that, that that should be such a wake up call to be like, yeah, you know what? Let us look at Zimbabwe. What do what like even a survey? Just send a survey out. The messaging mm. app you're using, what do you wish mm. it did? So for, for example, my only example is I want to be able to pay someone in WhatsApp via my ego cash because everybody in Zimbabwe uses WhatsApp. I want to be able to pay for a service. Like if I say I'm I'm, I'm ordering something, um, let's say I'm ordering something online or like for, from 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 dialer delivery or something, I can pay dialer delivery inside WhatsApp. I can use the dialer delivery app if I want to, but I've got the option to pay them and not have to move to somewhere else. I don't want the friction of having to leave what I'm doing and then move to something else. Um, for the for the media aspect, we want to be able to channel our content through you guys. We want seamless payment pathways to make it easier for us to then you know if we do have subscription content of people who actually have subscription content can do that, you know, give us a, a, a Sasai version of YouTube creators. 
where we can have mm. a back end where we can see mm. how things are performing because again like with most content creators if you've got a website or a blog you don't know how well it's doing if you're disseminating information on on whatsapp you don't know who is viewing it from whatsapp or from where because some of these things some of the analytical software contract so you want that yeah. back end to know you know i got 600 views from um from sasai this corner is doing well yeah. this corner is not doing well let me do more of this exactly so this makes business sense for for for, for cassava smart tech in in a, in, a, in a major major way because they're missing out on a massive opportunity i think i don't know this is just my opinion i'm, I'm not right but I, i'm I'm, just, I, well, I'm right sometimes often wrong but right mm. sometimes but i think this is something they seriously need to consider if they want this app to go from the hundred thousand to the 10 15 million where they can now be saying, yeah, we now hold sway. We are now you know, actively combating uh, WhatsApp on African turf. Again, it then forces WhatsApp to pay attention to us now. To be like, oh, by the way, these guys are, they've got this product they're using now. What mm. is it doing that we aren't doing? Again, competition, yeah. the best yeah. of beauty. Yeah. If they yeah. compete, yeah. we get better services. Yeah. So so then we're not just crybabies. We, we are saying, well, we just won't use your app if you're not doing these things. Exactly. Uh, we're, not, we're not going to wait for you to, to change things. Um, and the, the, the more power society gets, then the more influence um, it also has. Uh, and um, then it, uh, it will need to start thinking about uh, who gets elected and how much power that technology can. <laughs> Dude, why are you venturing into politics? We agreed, no politics. <laughs> Because I was once accused of, of being something funny. Um, unfairly, I think, though, unfairly accused. Uh, I think it was an SMS or something. That was like something funny that happened around 2008 or, mm. uh, yeah, about. Anyway, so that was uh, Facebook um, and um, its uh, suit of apps. Yeah. And then the experience we had with uh, the Facebook roundtable. Uh, again, I wish this was something that we got to talk with the guys from Facebook about. Um, like in, in a serious mm. sense of... We know, should let... invite them to it. We should invite them to it to a podcast, isn't it? I think we should. Like, uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get one of the emails. I'm like, yeah, come join us. Mm. Let's talk about what Facebook can do. We tell them, we don't want your prepared... Um, <laughs> a PR response. We want your opinions. We want your opinions <laughs> as people. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure in the country... They'll come with three lawyers, I'm not going to get any of yeah. <laughs> The same is about my NDA. You know what? I'll have to spend hours editing the podcast. Just a second. Let me consult my legal counsel. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, hey, thanks, man. Um, really enjoyed this. Uh, and yeah, yeah. You remind me of people sending, sending the CIO to. To Menlo Park. Oh, please, I've forgotten that. It was so funny, man. Ah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for coming, Lemigad. Uh, don't be a stranger. You know, let's not have these conversations in private. I did a ball. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. I, I hope this made sense because uh, this is just basically just uh, shooting the breeze about, about Facebook. Uh, so I'll leave all the links to the stuff we talked about in the description. Uh, also, Facebook's material about um, the uh, misinformation campaigns, the things you can do to report um, their new program they launched with the World Health Organization about combating misinformation. Uh, yeah, that will all be in the comments. So thanks a lot for listening. Um, we'll, we'll see you next time. Ah, uh, yeah, because this was connected. So, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh... I, I done the outro. I done the outro. <laughs> <laughs> this was connected to misinformation on COVID as well, isn't it? Yeah, on COVID. We, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, because the prophets are, are like, had a, 
had a party with uh, their Facebook streams and, and YouTube streams, yes. especially late last year, uh, yes. talking about uh, microchips and stuff in the in the, in the vaccines and, and and some are still going on. Um, yeah. Hashtag Makandiwa. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just thought I would mention that because I think it was also part of, uh, you know, uh, careful where you get your information. Um, you know, if, if information is making you uh, feel a certain way, you know, mm. check your feelings and then, you know, kind of question why this content is making you angry, mm. uh, fearful, um, because, yeah, these are COVID days and and th- good things like getting vaccinated, then uh, sometimes you you get all this all this misinformation from really authoritative people like like the prophets who yeah. command uh, millions of millions um, of followers. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll leave an article to uh, uh, what my colleague Garikai Zuma wrote an article yesterday, the day before about the tools Google gave for you to be able to spot fake news. So it actually gives you uh, a bit of a walk around and how you can actually do a bit of digging yourself. Um, and if you want to fact check anything, uh, I want you to check out Snopes. Snopes is really good at, at fact checking. Uh, Google also has its own fact checking tool. Facebook similarly has it, but check out Snopes if you see something international, especially about COVID. And there are enough COVID resources out there, like um, Facebook has a COVID uh, information center. The Ministry of Health of Zimbabwe has a, a COVID center where you can check information about what's being reported in the press, how valid it is, does it line up with with, with what the public health professionals say? Um, yeah. So thanks guys for listening. Uh, I did the outro like five minutes ago, so you can just skip back to that and then listen to it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.